1: Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard.
0: Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mother
2: ship? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA.
0: Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can listen to this podcast in its normal DA show podcast feed that's available at radio.com, iTunes, and many other places where... Podcasts are available, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. but also there's a PGP podcast f- uh, f- feed as well, so you can do so by going to Permission Granted or searching PGP. So Miraz joins me now, and this is um, these are tough times because at approximately 11:20 a.m. this morning, about 43 minutes ago, we delved into the Taco Bell Bisque. And we were feeling really good about it during that segment. So much so that everybody got two hard tacos and everybody crushed two hard tacos in the middle of this bisque. 43 minutes later, every single one of us feels sick to our stomach. <laughs> Awful. Can you describe how you
1: feel? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Specifically, what do you
1: feel? Okay. I, I mean, without getting too graphic, my stomach feels as if the blender has been turned on in my stomach right now. Mm-hmm. I have a weird sensational pain over both of my eyebrows. Hmm. And kind of a weird chills feeling up the back of my spine. Wow. Uh, And some when I was walking, like a little like nerve shooting to my knees. Look, I don't want to play bingo here. That usually is a sign of food poisoning. So I'm just hoping that this is the quick way. Maybe I ate it too quick and too early in the morning to have that kind of thing. Uh, I'm pounding the drum telling you it was not the bisque I made. I believe it's the tacos we had. But even as I'm saying that very fastly, I'm starting to get a little regurgitation. So I'm going to calm down. Right now, I don't have the headache but I have a big
0: weight in my stomach. Yeah. Right now, it feels like I overate on Thanksgiving, when in reality, that's impossible because all I had was two tacos.
1: Right. That's an alarming feeling. Right.
0: So I don't know what that's about. You said that this is the sickest you've ever seen Pete.
1: Yes. And I could tell Pete was all... Pete has had this thing where once a week, he likes walking about 40 blocks from the station to Penn Station. Pete had been praising... Yeah, it's good cardio. Today was the day he was going to do it. Pete... So much so wanted me to leave my podcast table. He was going to podcast the show right from the computer I was working on. He told me, close it down. I can't leave anywhere right now. In other words, he can't chance walking 40 blocks, not without getting too graphic. And the color in his face went. He said he saw spots. He said he seen spots. He was blinking a lot Um, right after the show. And he went and he drank four straight glasses of water. He said, I need to relax my body. I just need to relax my body. Pete is done for the day. Not to take a line from the show. I still have to be here another three hours. Pete is free to go. Pete is now staying at work because he's scared of leaving under the situation he's in. You say it's not the bisque, and I will admit, I had my
0: reservations of going to that taco joint because I've eaten tacos there before, and they've been questionable. Now, I've never gotten food poisoning, Mm -hmm. but I thought that the meat wasn't high quality and that maybe they weren't authentically Mexican in their (laughs) 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 restaurant. Not the real carne asada you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it kind of looked like a questionable place, but that's the only place that would have hard shell tacos within walking distance of our studio.
1: That's not true. We could have gotten tacos from Chipotle at 11 a.m.
0: Wow, that's a misfire. Oh, I didn't realize that. that I totally. I didn't forgot. realize it was open that early.
1: It opens at 11. You're hearing live, live. <laughs> obviously, there's a lot of regrets. Yeah, here. there's a live regret here on the podcast. But here's the
0: thing that you failed to mention. Is no. that
1: you made
0: the bisque last night.
1: Oh, right. When else was I going to make it? I wake up at 5 a.m. And there is enormous amounts of whipping cream in it. And one cup. and is that
0: enormous? <laughs> and you refrigerated it overnight. Sure. And then at 5 a.m. you took it out of the fridge when you left your house. and Traveled you by train. And you kept it unrefrigerated. Until we tried it at 11 a.m., you did not, you usually get to the office within two hours. So at 7 a.m., you did not put that back in a fridge. It remained unrefrigerated for six hours. And that is a whipping cream that was made last night. So this whole thing had a chance to settle uh-huh. with dairy and then went unrefrigerated for six hours before we tried it. And then it was microwaved. Yeah, well, I mean, we had to heat it back up. I know. So I just think that maybe. The fluctuations in temperature from cool to room temperature to microwaved, all with dairy in it, is leaving us feeling like this.
1: Okay, you might you might be right. and me, Well, maybe then to begin with, this shouldn't have been refrigerated and this has to be something you try fresh. I'm not telling you it's impossible. I'm just saying I know somebody's handled food in my life. I know the whole – I've taken all the classes. I know the bacteria rules. Uh-huh. Some of them, some some leeway. 6 You're burping. I know. You're burping. There's a lot going on down here. <laughs> oh, my God. The six hours should have been enough time for us to be okay. Sweating, too.
0: This is amazing because during the segment, we thought it was delicious.
1: It was delicious. We were riding high. Those were too thick of tacos, too. Taco Bell gives you a thinner taco. That's, I think that's true. That's better for dipping. That's true. We strayed. We, we can't crush the bisque here when we strayed. We didn't have it fresh, and we ordered tacos that weren't theirs. And we left it unrefrigerated for six hours. You keep coming back to that. (laughs) I I made the bisque. I followed directions. What did you want me to do? I had to transport it.
0: Yeah, but you should have put it in the
1: fridge once you got here. Have you smelt the refrigerators here? (laughs) It's like putting something in a cold dumpster. Nobody cleans it out. I think we were better off with it sitting on my desk for six hours. (laughs) How many bathroom runs are you going to make during Bart and Maggie? So this is the irony of this whole thing. Today, locally, it's Hunger (laughs) thought in New York. Where the entire day we are auctioning off items at the radio station with the whole the whole purpose of curing hunger in the world. And here I am just overeating Taco Bell bisque whatever, throwing out the rest of the bisque, and feeling like I got food poisoning on Hunger Thon Day. Uh so it's gonna be rough if I have to keep updating all au- this isn't a normal producer day to be like I have to be locked in i got to update auction items, and I can't do that from the bowl. I can't be updating auction items because I have food poisoning on Hunger-Thon Day. Oh, my God. This is a disaster. This is worst-case scenario. The pork store doesn't get bacteria. (laughs) (laughs) The most amazing
0: part about this was, initially, I saw the story that Taco Bell was encouraging its customers to make a bisque for thanksgiving and i said that sounds (laughs) stupid and awful and gross and i mocked it and i said it was the worst idea ever and then of course because it was the worst idea ever i said let's try it naturally then you do it we bring it in we taste it we actually like it and then it flips all the way back on us and it proves that
1: the first inclination was right it's stupid and awful and gross you know what we are right now were the Broncos in Minnesota last weekend. We had the 20-point <laughs> lead at half. We're feeling great. What the heck happened? Ned Flanders just came back on us. And, you know, we're going to need Von Miller's steak dinner now. This is this is a tough rut to climb out of. You don't want really to get food poisoning the week of Thanksgiving. No,
0: I know. And the other thing that I wish, I wish this would have happened in hour number two so that we would have had all of our number three to dissect how awful we were feeling on the air. Because it was just like going out to break. Uh Uh-oh, everybody feels terrible. We're about to
1: die. See everybody. We may not have made it through hour number three. Got to keep talking like that? I don't know about that.
0: I would have lost my concentration a number of times. That final segment getting through cut
1: line was not easy. Uh, I was losing my train of thought. I feel gross. It's actually getting worse as the more I talk. I feel it. (laughs) I feel it both ends right now. It's not, not pretty. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to say. It's brutal. I feel like I... I can't think about it, but I, I still have some left in my fridge at home. It's been in the fridge. Oh, but because it stayed refrigerated, I feel like maybe tomorrow I should re-go back. Yeah, in. I'd like
0: to see you do that. I'd really like to see you. Yeah, I'm like
1: yeah, I feel good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd really like to see you go back and eat more of this. The amazing thing was you went through all of the the steps in making it. I mean you you chopped up garlic and onions, chopped them up, mm-hmm. sautéed them in a big cast iron bowl. Then you put roasted tomatoes in there. <laughs> <laughs> you made roasted tomatoes, then you put vegetable broth in there, you uh-huh. st- you cooked it around, you s- stirred it to make it a stew. A little chili powder, a little salt. And then, at that point, you took Taco Bell chicken rolled tacos, chopped them up into fours, put them into this broth, and s- stirred them until they became a stew.
1: Yes. Nope. Not... <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. That's questionable. Then... And they melted, which is disgusting (laughs) then then you put whipping cream into it and cilantro and cilantro and then you removed it and put it into a blender right my blender which is basically for shakes
0: now here's my question
1: any ill effects from your wife who ate it last night or her cousin Uh, i haven't been alerted to any at all so that's actually good i should ask them hey how you guys feeling because then we know the biscuit itself at its core is totally fine to eat and mind you, my wife has had plenty of sickness with the with the pregnancy. So if she's not getting sick from bisque, the bisque is a home run. Maybe just two things. Order the Taco Bell tacos and not some flimsy joint in New York City. Uh-huh. And uh, refrigerate it for six hours. Don't let it travel by two different types of train <laughs> underground and then sit on a desk.
0: All right. Last point here. Next week we're going to do a lot of 12 DAs of Christmas. Right. The list is out. The candidates are out. Very right. excited about all of this. We're putting in our votes right now. We're going to take our listeners' votes as well on this. But we'll do that next week. Right now, it's worth just wrapping up with. The pork store was attacked again. Unbelievable. Saturday night, 1 a.m. Eastern time, you come to work and you realize a handful of production pieces, something called liners, are deleted. Now, in your folder, there's all these production elements, opens, music beds, things, but liners are when you hear voice guys say something like, you're listening to the pork store on CBS Sports Radio. Those that were in your system, in your folder, had been deleted. The other
1: stuff was still there. Right. But that was deleted. Right. So in the past, everything's been deleted. Now it was just these that were deleted, which to me seems like a deliberate attack on the pork store and a little message, mental warfare, if you will. It's a message sent. I'm still here. Whoever that may be is saying, I'm still here, and now I'm going to mess with you more because I'm I'm going to let you know that I still can wipe everything out, but I'm not. I'm going to wipe some of that stuff out to really leave you mentally screwed up, and he did. Who or she? I don't know who it is, but I'm screwed up here in the head. This is amazing because the first two
0: times this happened, they wiped out everything from you. Right. This time it was just the liners, and once now we have this It is confirmation somebody's screwing with you. Yeah. Because now it's happened three times in six
1: weeks, and this time it was only specific things you put in, the new stuff. Right. Uh, And I will say for the first time, because we talked about this on past PGPs about our investigation, actual management has contacted me to get involved and try to get to the bottom of what's going on here. So it's no longer just me and Ben Horowitz or you conducting an investigation. Unless I'm just being, you know, sold a bill of goods, I have been told that actual management is now on the scene. It's like calling state police to figure out a murder. This is what's going on. The pork store now has the backing of the company looking out for who is deleting files. So if you're listening and it's you, just know we're on to you. And now real people are on to you. I'd really like to
0: know if there's a way to
1: track who deleted this because this is, this has become a cold case. This is really interesting. It's not cold anymore. It's reheated. The investigation's reheated. Like the queso or like the uh, the bisque. But we're going to find them. We're going to find them. I don't know if you are. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to find them. I, what I think is you have a couple of candidates, a
0: couple of suspects, legitimate suspects. Like I was kind of a jokey suspect, but I'm not a real suspect. I think there's three people in this building that you know damn well are the top-tier suspects, and I think you need to
1: address them and see how they react. But the problem is, if it's not them and I address them, now I'm in a confrontation I don't want to be in. Now they like me less. No, you just say, hey, we need to talk. Are you the one deleting my files? Just see what the response is. Oh, no, no, of course not. What are you talking about? But I think they might get angry that I'm even accusing them because there's already some dislike.
0: You have to. You have to do this detective work. Hey, you've got to be strong about this.
1: You've got to call them out. Well, the good news is this—don't look at me like that. (laughs) This week, I'm working some funky hours where um, I'm—evenings, I'm overnights, mornings. I'm going to get to see the entire staff here. Mm -hmm. So this could be a key week for me to feel some people out, Mm -hmm. see if they're icy towards me or hot towards me. And I I think then we'll be more narrowed down the list here. Okay, here's
0: my other suggestion. First of all, we know the two or three people that are highly— Motivated. Highly motivated potential suspects. I would address it with them and just ask them directly. But— you're a wuss. You don't want to con- confront them. Here's the other thing I would do. I would put a reward on this, and you have your minions, okay? What am I rewarding? You, I would put a, a reward on it. And what I'm saying is, you got your minions that you think have your back. You give them a, you tell them there's a reward on this, a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. You find out who did it, and you get two hundred bucks.
1: Okay, let's just say they a find out who wanted. did it. wanted. Now let's just say I find out who did it. Nothing happens to that person, and I'm out $100, No, no, bucks. no, 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 no.
0: First of all, you find out who did it so you know okay. you keep your eye on your enemy. Number two, you could address it with that person directly, but you're a wuss.
1: Number three, once you find out who did it, then you go to management. Right, and how do I get this money back that I'm paying for a reward? No, that's how a reward works. It's Christmas time, and my wife's pregnant. I'm not flopping out 200 bucks because somebody deleted four items out of a folder. What are you, you, nuts? You don't want to know who did it? Not not if it's gonna cost me money. Fifty bucks. about somebody out of the good graces <laughs> of
0: their heart. No, you gotta get somebody working on your behalf. You got these little minions. You tell them, hey, here's a hundred bucks towards your Christmas gifts. You find out who did it. They'll start talking uh. behind the scenes,
1: working the back channels, then they find out who did it, and then you go to management. This sounds like a like a big loss for me. <laughs> because what's gonna happen is I'm gonna end up rewarding the person deleting it. That's that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna get two hundred bucks, lie about who did it, and it was really them the whole time.
2: You
0: gotta get to the bottom of this. Yeah,
1: I gotta get to the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why didn't we eat salads today? What a
0: disaster. You know, yo, I eat yogurt every day for breakfast, and st- except today.
1: And because I didn't, I feel like total crap. No, I gotta go right to the pharmacy for Pepto here. On hungered on deck.
2: I mean, I've been on board with this like from the very first mention, which I think was a skeptical mention from DA, like what is Taco Bell doing here? But A, I love Taco Bell. B, I love Mexican food. C, I love like warm, cheesy dip. And this seems to check all of those boxes off. So I've put myself, even before seeing your Instagram stories, and it looked delicious once you were done making it, I put myself in position to either be, Delightfully surprised by even this being even better than I expected, or heartbroken that I've been let down here.
1: Yeah. So let me just take you real quickly because I I will tell you when it was said and done, and I could smell it fresh. Yeah. I thought, wow, this is really intriguing, and I had my wife and her cousin who were over at the time. I said, I'm waiting for the D A to try it. I had there was plenty of it. I said, why don't you guys try it? They both were really nervous to try it because yeah. they saw the blending process. They both walked away saying, Sean, you have to make this for Thanksgiving. Like, that's how impressed they were. Now, here's the problem. They call it a bisque. And when I think bisque, you think lobster. Bisque, you sure. think crab. You think a nice soup. Yeah. It does come across as more of a, like, queso-style dip. Okay. So you wouldn't eat it with a spoon. No, I think it's it's made— I Personally, I believe we're going to try it with tacos. I think it's made for, like, tortilla chips. Okay. Dipping in, like, a warm queso. So you you bought this, like, from an actual Taco Bell or in the supermarket? Like, how do you— how do, Okay, you... so I had to go to both. Okay. So I'm glad you asked that. So I had to follow. The instructions are online, and Taco Bell gives you the directions how to make it. Basically, I'll just give you the rundown. I got to chop up a cup of onion. Okay. Okay? And I have to chop up a clove of garlic. Okay. I have to take, like, a pan or, I'm sorry, a pot. They recommend cast iron. Put three tablespoons of oil. All right? Let that heat up. Then I dump that cup of chopped onion and the garlic in there, and for five minutes, I'm kind of mixing that, trying to brown it sure. up. Then I dump in a can of the fire roasted diced tomatoes, which you can get in any supermarket. Okay, not Taco Bell, branded or supplied, just your own thing. These might have been hunts. I just found whatever ones I could find. And it says juices and all, dump them right in there. Now I'm mixing the onion, the garlic, and the oil with that. And now you're starting to get some substance. Then it's about, I believe they say a quart of broth. Okay. So I'm, i I got to be honest with you. I might have been just short of a quart because okay. I thought I had a little more left than the thing and I had another can. Whatever. Nonetheless, it got close enough. Sure. Is the consistency's there. You dump that in. You bring it to a boil, Andrew. Now we're boiling. Now it's looking like a tomato soup, so to speak. Okay. Once it reaches a boil, you have to take six rolled chicken tacos that you bought at Taco Bell, which I did. Full disclosure, wasn't the only thing I got at Taco Bell last of course. night. I rolled up gym shorts right from the gym. There's a Taco Bell across from my gym. Rolled tacos, I ended up smashing a Crunchwrap Supreme, an extra order of rolled tacos, and a uh, soft chicken taco. Uh, by the way, didn't make it to my house. I ate them all while driving. <laughs> all <laughs> while driving. But you have to cut the rolled tacos, they say into quarters. Okay. So six of them. Okay. Cut them, so you have 24 pieces of tacos. Yes. So proud and of it's you. like a hard. You should have gone to Duke. Right. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Then you throw them in that boiling water. Now, this is where I thought things got hay- haywire. Yeah. Okay. So what am I doing here with these tacos? I'm boiling in this broth, tomato, right? Thing? And like, why are they melting? Right, and that's the thing. So now I'm stirring as as it keeps going to a boil, and then you have to bring it to a simmer at some point. And you're literally watching these tacos, Andrew, dissolve. Yeah, in, and you're seeing like the chicken, the shredded chicken, kind of pull out of it, which I found incredible. Now I get it; it's really hot water, but should. Should rolled crunchy tacos like that
2: dissolve? I mean, I guess if like the shell is getting that soggy, it's going to fall apart in the heat, and then it frees the chicken to spread into the broth. But it, it does just seem odd that they're asking
1: you to melt like legitimate food. And when I tell you, it was easy to melt. Too. Right. So I don't know what that does in my intestines when yeah, I eat it, well, but yeah. we can only imagine. We'll, we'll find right. out shortly, I'm sure. So once that's going, then you can dump uh, a cup of chopped cilantro. Okay. On top. They say that's optional, but I like cilantro. Others hate it. It's Others, a hit
2: or miss thing completely. Totally. Yeah. So
1: I hope that doesn't throw everybody off. They, they didn't stress an optional, but I did I think Pete doesn't like cilantro, but. So we won't tell him. Yeah. So the, then it kind of, uh, you, you simmer it with the cilantro, and that now is basically, you know, the juices from the cilantro that's sure. dissolving into it. Now, when that's all said and done, mm-hmm. turn off the old pot. You put it to cool. 5 minutes cooling. Okay. It's not going to get ice cold obviously, of course but just not to pour totally boiling in. You take This is where things I thought were going to get disgusting. You take your blender out. You need a, a big blender, not a magic bullet. 1 cup of heavy cream. Dump it right in that blender. When you think heavy cream, what do you think, Andrew? Heavy cream. When you like I'm going to make whipped cream with powdered sugar. Oh yeah, sure. I've never made whipped cream. I don't like whipped cream. So, sorry to be stumped there. I can't even get into that right now because we don't. That's have for time, next week. But I mean, that's such a loser move. That's fine. You. Uh, and I, by the way, you should look this up on directions because I don't remember if I used heavy whipping cream or just heavy cream. Okay, whatever the one the directions said is what I bought and used. Okay, but now I probably even just use heavy cream. Okay, yeah, that's in there. Boom. Now I dump the five minute cooled blend of all of the nonsense I had to make into sure. that blender with the one cup of of heavy cream, heavy whipping cream. Throw the blender top on. Blend it up until it looks all fine and whatever. So I don't. I guess I forgot how hot it was. So as it's blending and I'm seeing the cream mix and it kind of gets that lighter color. I got to be honest. I got a little queasy. I thought really. I thought this isn't gonna come out because I'm I'm weird about mixing like cream with hot stuff like that. And I know it's different if you're making it in a pot, but in the blender seemed weird to me. Okay. When I think blender, Andrew, I think ice cream shakes. Right. I don't smoothie think smoothie. Maybe once right, in a while. I don't think. Heavy cream, which is a cooling ingredient with a hot taco, right. it, it queesed me out. Okay, okay. I popped it open though; it smelled great. It smelled great. It looked great. So I poured into kind of like a Tupperware bowl, and I poured another little bit to a Tupperware bowl for my wife to try. And then I actually poured; I had even more left. This thing made a ton of it into another Tupperware thing. I brought two of them in. But early verdicts for that; it looked really good. But also it also was so hot when it came out. Like the cream did nothing to cool it off. Like right. you see the steam pouring out of the uh, the blender. So that's where we're at. Those are the ingredients. So, Bo, uh, I'm sorry, Da and Bellotti killed this going in. And again, you're going to already know how we feel about this by the time you hear it. But me and you, are, I think, are positive about this. Yes, I, I've now witnessed two people I trust say they loved it. You were intrigued when you actually think about the ingredients outside the heavy cream. What would be not to like about right. it? Right. I mean,
2: except for the the questionable science of the tacos dissolving into right. this again alarming, which is again it's a weird experiment to do that. But otherwise, everything about it sounds delicious. Like it, if you were just making that on its own, if that was your 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 Sunday food of the week, your football food of the week, where you're just putting shredded chicken and different like Mexican seasonings sure. and everything else in a in a in a blender basically it would sound delicious. Now, the consistency, so there's two concerns for me just going into it. The consistency is one thing in general. I'm also nervous that since it is going to be, I I don't know, 15 hours old, if not older, by the time we try it, and reheated. Now, the reheating thing could make it even better because some foods are better, like, the day after. Other things, you can tell that they've been reheated. So, I'm a little afraid that on its own, like straight out of that blender, like last night, your wife would have given it a nine. I'm afraid it's going to taste like a seven this morning right. through the fridge, through a trip in, through the microwave here.
1: And that's the thing. Is the microwave going to be able to heat every part right. of that perfectly? exactly. Um, but both my wife and her cousin did say, "I as much as we like this, we actually think it would be better cold. Which is interesting because... That seems odd to me. Right. So I did bring another small amount. As I said, I have two tubwares with me. One is a small amount. I think we should leave that one cold just to give it that glare. Also, the instructions, I gotta be honest, don't once it tells you how to make the whole thing and mix it with the heavy cream. It doesn't say
2: like serve immediately or Yeah,
1: it doesn't say serve immediately or refrigerate. So it, maybe it is meant to be served cold. I don't know. They seem to like it hot, but would very intrigued by the idea of serving it's, it cold. I mean, naturally, it's gotta be warm. Because it looks like a warm queso dip. Right. Like at look.
2: worst case, like room temperature. But I even feel like that if you like, if you left it out for too long, it's gonna get like a that weird like film on top. Right. That any kind of cheese dip gets when it's been out there too long. Right. But ironically, there's no cheese
1: in it. There's no cheese in the taco. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, well, yeah, I a little think bit. Right. It's got to be a little bit. But yeah, it's not really a cheese base. But it just thing. seems queso-ish. Right. It does. It right. has a lot of that feel. Uh, why do you think that those guys think it's gross? Just because it's Taco Bell and, it's, and we're using the word
2: bisque—is well, it, it like discrimination? Let me let me immediately just put Pete aside because Pete's food critiques and expectations and likes and dislikes mean nothing to me. I okay. don't. He, he he. We've had this conversation a million times on the air on on this show. He has strange habits when it comes. Oh, you think to eating about like what's okay to eat? Like he only wants to have like Chinese food in New York. You can't have it anywhere else. Not even in China because like misfit Chinese food. You oh. only eat pizza in certain places. You can only have barbecue like in Texas. You can't have it here. Pizza I don't care what what Pete thinks. I care about what, what DA thinks. And I get the initial skepticism like, why is Taco Bell serving me something called bisque that I need to make? But when you just look at it and what's in what's in it, it sound it has sounded delicious to me yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Well like, I, I'm back. Last week, you were crushing me for being impatient on eating breakfast. Like, I want to eat this now. I'm getting starving talking we've about it. we got
1: three hours to kill still. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting now because what's the beauty of this podcast is all of our listeners are going to already know how we've reacted to this. Right. And if we hate it, you and I, we're going to sound like idiots when they listen to Side B about our anticipation.
2: And, I mean, I guess we could do, like, an, a Side C somehow on Wednesday,
1: the day after eating the bisque. Some kind of weird reaction. Well, that's going to do it here. So, look, if you're looking to make a little extra appetizer, surprise your friends and family, the Taco Bell bisque. And the instructions are right online. You can Google it just like I did. I have made it. It wasn't that crazy long a process. It took me maybe a half an hour total to make. And uh, it is here. It is in the building. The keepers of the cup have brought it in. <laughs> gloves on. <laughs> or gloves on. With their white gloves. Uh have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. You can follow Andrew Bogish. At Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me at Marat CBS. By the way, a little programming plug for me. Thanksgiving Eve. I will be in for Bill Ryder, six to ten PM Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. Thanksgiving night, Black Friday morning. I am in for after hours, Amy Lawrence, mm-hmm. two AM to six AM Eastern. DA back in as well Friday with a normal That's DA show, right. nine AM to ah. noon. Right. DA DA on an island on his own on Black oh. Friday. Because uh, you know he pounded the chest. He's an idiot. How, how much he worked? <laughs> <laughs> Take another trip to London, pal. <laughs> is, this is the permission granted podcast. Have a great, great Thanksgiving, everyone.
0: Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone.